0: What is the Upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. This is episode 44 of my weekly recap show where I go through all the shows in WWE and AEW, at least the main ones every anyway, and review all them, give you the recap because not everybody has all that time to watch all the wrestling and all the wrestling and keep up to date with all that stuff, but I do, so I'll try and try my best to keep you guys up to date. So we're going to start the show off with Monday Night Raw. They were in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Very nice. And they start off the show with Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa. They're in the ring. Jimmy talks about his family, 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 family. Anyway, uh, hypes up the tribal chief. They get interrupted by the Street Profits, got a nice ovation for them profits want the smoke they throw down with solo and jimmy for a little bit okay it was an all right promo from jimmy there profits were pretty darn funny as always so i'll give them a thumbs up now we have a tag team match you got solo sokoa and jimmy uso versus the street profits solo hits a samoan spike after some shenaniganery from jimmy the bloodline pick up the w here Solid opening match. Both teams very familiar with each other, and the bloodline start beating down the profits. Here we go, and then Kevin Owens runs down for the save. That's a hell yeah for Kevin Owens. I had my Kevin Owens shirt on because I felt like wearing it, and it's a nice shirt. It's the shirt that he was wearing. It's a it's a nice shirt. Now we got a visit from. Brock Lesnar. He is in Grand Rapids and he's in a great mood, a very good mood. This is this is very nice. Uh he makes himself nice and comfy in the ring for the almost challenge. Oh no. Oh no, they still remember about this. MVP comes out to greet Brock Lesnar, cautiously makes his way into the ring. MVP claims Brock cannot F5 Almost. I mean that's that's bold, even though Brock Lesnar is claim, uh, has F5 the Big Show numerous times throughout his career and bigger dudes than almost. So you're just wrong, MVP. That's just wrong. MVP tricks Brock Lesnar into accepting a match against almost at WrestleMania no please why why do we have to do this this is just are they just like trolling us as fans like come on man like no one no one in the back can really truly believe that there's any anything good out of this it has to be a purely vince McMahonism. like i just it makes me sad i put a sad emoji next to this because it makes me sad and i imagine it makes a lot of people sad Brock with uh, the impressive Paul Heyman impression announces the match at WrestleMania that'll probably be the best part about this whole situation was a decent Paul Heyman impression from Brock Lesnar. Brock then suggests they celebrate with a shot of white lightning. I have no idea what that is. It must be some sort of Canadian i don't know where that i don't know what it is anyway brock drinks it he goes whoa he's all fired up and shit and then mvp goes for a drink he spits it out right into brock lesnar's face by accident of course but of course it was an accident doesn't matter though brock lesnar gets pissed he destroys mvp with an f5 and brock leave good segment from Brock Lesnar he was having a lot of fun uh, those segments are generally for the most part quite good especially nowadays when Brock Lesnar's having a good time so yeah it was pretty good and MVP having um being a good what what should we call him I don't know a pinata a punching bag he was you know he was he was uh having a good time making fun of himself we'll we'll leave it at that thumbs up for all that Brock versus almost though man at Wrestlemania oh my god dude like the only way that they make this make this thing like palatable at WrestleMania is you got to make it no DQ. You got to like you got to fluff it up with something or at best we we got to pray that it's like a 1 minute squash match and Brock Lesnar just walks through him because oh lord, but they're probably going to give them like 15 minutes. I'm going to throw up. I'm oh god, why? I don't want to review that. I don't want to watch it. No one wants to watch it. Oh god. Now we got the new best friends, Becky Lynch and Lita. They laid down a little promo together, and they are ready to fight for the tag team title. So pretty decent promo right there, not bad. Now we got Cody Rhodes versus Chad Gable with Otis. Got a funny hip toss counter fest between the two of them at the beginning of the match. That just made me giggle, I loved it. Cody distracting Otis with pretty ladies in the crowd, oh baby. Cody hits the cutter and plants Gable on his neck with a wicked crossroads. That one, that one scared me a little bit. I mean, I think it's like a thing in the back or like in the business, like who can sell the crossroads the most outrageously. And I think Chad Gable might be in the top three right now. That was ridiculous. The way he twists his neck scared the hell out of me, but I'm going to give it a thumbs up. And the match was good. Good good chemistry from these two. And a funnier match than I was expecting. Especially that hip hip toss sequence at the beginning. That was fantastic. 7 out of 10. Cody cuts a quick promo. Bleeding just a tiny bit on the forehead. And uh, he says he will be on SmackDown to speak to Roman Reigns. So even though WWE does not like the blood. We all know Cody Rhodes. The Rhodes family. They love blood. And Cody's always going to sneak in just a little bit of blood whenever he's out there. I love it. Good stuff. Now Baron Corbin, he has his interview cut off yet again. This time by the much more important and awesome Kevin Owens. Kevin tells Byron he needs nobody's. <laughs> I don't know why I read it like that. Anyway, Kevin saying he wants to. Uh, he can do everything all by himself. But come on, Kevin. Sami Zayn wants to help you. Just, just do it. Corbin getting cut off was freaking fantastic. I hope they keep that gimmick going because that's like the best thing he's done in ages. Thumbs up for that. Finally, finally, we get one of the new movie spoof things that they uh, rarely have been doing. But uh, we get a new one here. So it's Dawkins and Bianca. They're recreating the famous titanic scene when they're in the front of the boat not that i'm king not that i'm the king of the world but whatever it was honestly not that great i was quite let down i got very excited when it came on and yeah it's just not that good moving on we got judgment day they're cutting a promo backstage x-com dom calling out his poppy yet again Rhea is confident she will beat charlotte flair at WrestleMania and Finn Balor is confident he will beat Edge, everybody is confident, even, I mean, I guess Damian, he's back there, he's gotta be feeling confident, man, I mean, he's he's got absolutely nothing going on, anyway, moving on, we got Asuka versus Carmella up next, Mella in control, she gets too busy talking trash to Asuka, Mella eats a couple backfists and a flurry of strikes from Asuka, Mella able to hit Asuka midair with a super kick. that was pretty nice, Asuka counters into an armbar, arm bar, and Mela has to tap out. Mela looking pretty competitive against Asuka. I mean, not too bad. I mean, she is a former champion. I still feel like Mela doesn't get her due. On the, nor- on the regular, people have to be reminded that, like, yeah, she was a champion and stuff, and that's mostly just bad booking, but she's pretty good, man. She's good in the ring, and she puts on a competitive match against Asuka, and Asuka looking good. In the match as well. So not too bad. See that It's possible to do that. You can make two people look good in a match. And the match was pretty darn solid. Not too bad. Asuka calls out Bianca. She comes out. They exchange some really nice words. And then Carmella pushes them into each other. Oh my good. Will Carmella sneak her way into a WrestleMania match here? I don't know. I would be fine with it. But... Honestly, I, I'm I'm good with just Asuka versus Bianca one on one. That's I don't really need Carmella to get involved with that, but I don't know, they're kinda of teasing that it's a maybe. Now we got another match. It's Piper Nevin versus Candace LaRa. So Nikki Cross nervously following behind Candace LeRae during her entrance, so they're kind of friends, but I don't know, Nikki is going through this kind of a new phase right here, so she's acting nervous now all of a sudden. Piper dominating throughout the match, Nikki wants to help, she hesitates a bit, Piper slams her hard against the barricade, that looked painful. Candice rolls up the occupied Piper for a sneaky W. There you go, yeah. Match was mm, a little underwhelming, not going to lie. It was more about the whatever's going on with Nikki and Candice, their new relationship. So Candice getting a win sort of at the help of Nikki Cross, I don't really know. So far, I'm not too interested in this, but I really like Nikki Cross and Candice LeRae, yeah, her gimmicks are never been that good, but she's pretty good in the ring, so I'll give her that. Now Johnny Gargano, he's getting interviewed backstage. Judgment Day butt their way into the picture. Finn challenges Johnny for a match next week. That should be pretty tasty. I like that. Now we got it's Miz TV time. He announces that he will be the host of WrestleMania. I mean, yeah, that's fine. That's a great role for the Miz. Then Seth frickin' Rollins with his ridiculous sunglasses joins the Miz in the ring. Seth is looking to get a hold of Logan Paul with the Miz's help. Miz says no. And then he starts chirping Seth hard. <laughs> starts chirping him real hard. Then he eats a kick in the mouth. Seth takes Miz's phone and FaceTimes Logan Paul. Seth calls Logan out. It's accepted. Logan will be on Raw next week. Uh okay. Seth finishes the call by saying, Bye-bye, bitch! The B-hole, A-hole part of this little segment here was funny. The rest of it was meh. I mean, the FaceTime thing was more than likely... It was just all pre-planned. It just doesn't flow properly. It didn't feel natural. I didn't like the segment all that much. But there was a couple giggles, so it was passable. Now we got Austin Theory. He is claiming he will be giving John Cena all the respect he deserves next week in his hometown of Boston, Massachusetts. Well, I guess he's from West, West Newberry, Massachusetts, but whatever. That's where they're going to be. John Cena going to be there. Austin Theory going to be there. So that's key. we got Bobby Lashley in a match against Elias. Lashley puts Elias away quickly with the Hurt Lock. Just uh, basically a squash match, no big deal. Bobby warns Bray Wyatt never to speak his name. Bray appears on the screen performing the Muscle Man Dance. We haven't seen that in a while. It's uh, it's super duper cheesy, but man, I, I really like the cheese here. It works. And uh, Bray says, run. Bobby doesn't care. So <laughs> I guess these two are working their way into a program probably going to have a match here at Wrestlemania it's probably not going to be that good but I don't know so far uh, I've gotten some surprises out of uh, Bray Wyatt so far but uh, not a bad muscle man dance so uh, passable sequence here as well now we got a little funny um, moment backstage, Chelsea Chelsea Green complaining to a very annoyed looking Adam Pierce. and then Carmella comes to complain to Adam as well, Adam just runs away, he can't handle it anymore, and then Carmella and Chelsea introduce themselves, oh baby, do we got a little bit of a new friendship developing right here, um, I think that's a match made in annoying heaven right there, these two could... Oh, just annoying Adam Pierce every week. That could be pretty darn fun. So I could see a good future with these two together. Now you got Otis with Maxine and the models watching, um, or the models watching over him, I guess, versus Johnny Gargano. Uh, the model is getting involved with Johnny. Dexter Loomis appears and snatches the male models, and the model is just shrieking, like just freaking the fuck out. That was hilarious. I'll give that a thumbs up. Good job, right there. Johnny plants Otis with a couple of springboard DDTs for the W right here. An okay match, not nothing really special. Otis possibly moving back into the comedy role if he's joining with the models. If that's what they're going for, I don't, I don't, I'm not really sure. Uh, could also just get into a program you know alpha academy versus the male models which i'm more or less hoping for i like otis with chad gable i think they're a fun pair but i've always preferred otis more as a fun guy so i think maybe they're just kind of getting him more into that fun role because i think they've experimented enough with him being like the quiet tough guy he's just way better as a comedy guy so maybe that's what they're moving into here now we got paul Heyman getting interviewed backstage uh, great as always at hyping up the upcoming confrontation between Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes this Friday. So, thumbs up for Paul Heyman, as always. Now we got the main event. It is Becky Lynch and Lita versus Eo Sky and Dakota Kai with Bailey for the Women's Tag Team Championships. You figured they would wait for this at WrestleMania, but no, we'll just do it on Monday Night Raw right now. Becky with a awesome DDT-neckbreaker combo on damage control. That was sick. Thumbs up for that. Bailey gets involved one too many times This summons Trish Stratus Oh my goodness She runs down and takes out Bailey. Lita looking a little rusty in the match But still nails the vintage Lita Salt Very nice Pins and wins And we got new women's tag team champions It's Lita and Becky Lynch Damn uh, Really awesome to see Lita get a hold of a WWE title yet again Even though it's just a tag team title but still awesome Thumbs up for that match was pretty solid Uh, am I seeing a 6 women tag team match in the future here for Wrestlemania we got Lita, Trish, Becky versus Damage Control that could be a good Wrestlemania match I can get down with that and that's the show, pretty good Raw this week Mania matches starting to get added to the card absolutely devastated that they're still going to go through with this Brock Lesnar versus Almost match it's just going to be awful Uh, mostly quality matches throughout the show though Really great to see Lita, Lita and Trish Stratus back again. It feels like freaking 2006 over here. I love uh, Becky, but man, I would have really loved to see Trish Stratus and Lita holding the tag team titles together. Maybe that's something that they could do in the future, but oh well, Becky, Becky's great as well. So the show was good. I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Now we move on to NXT. We start off with... The men's roster just having a big old brawl in the back. Everyone's trying to fight their way to the ring to get a shot at Wes Lee. And who comes out the winner? It is no one other than Nathan Frazier. He is returning from injury. He's been out for the last few months. So he is going up against Wes Lee for the North American Championship. Both men falling with style onto the outside. That was really nice right there. I'll give that a thumbs up wicked springboard backflip move, that was wow, that was very impressive, thumbs up for that as well, then we get some lovely flipping dive over the post on the Frazier from the champion, Uh, and then the champ hits the cardiac kick to retain his championship, and goddamn, welcome back Nathan Frazier, no rust at all on him, really awesome performance, and Wesley the champion, really good performance from him as well. Frazier noticeably calling out spots though during the match when they're in the rest holds you can clearly like numerous times like 3 or 4 times I noticed it like the camera was right on his face you could see him like lean into Wes and you could see his mouth like calling spots and shit but still even with that it was still a really good match 7.5 out of 10 We get this really cool JD McDonough promo with him on, like, a surgery table. He's calling out Dragunov. I really like the style of this promo. Got this really kind of interesting camera work. It's different. It's nice than just, you know, a dude standing with a camera, like, too close to his face and shit. So it was nice. It was a nice change of pace. Thumbs up. We got Hank Walker and Axiom. They're having an argument backstage, so maybe that will lead to something later on. Briggs and Jensen versus Indisher with nobody can hinder the gender. Briggs and Jensen argue over some uh, miscommunications throughout the match. Indischer isolate Jensen, hit a chokeslam and a huge lariat for the W. Eh, I mean, the match was fine. Jensen was selling pretty nicely throughout the match. I'll give them that. And then Jinder talks about India and they cut a little heel promo and yeah, overall just kind of meh. Uh, I was pretty excited for Indisher, and then they threw on Jinder. I don't know. Eh. <clears throat> It's whatever at this point. So far, it's been kind of a letdown. But again, it's still early. This is, what, their second match together? So I'll still give them a little bit of time. But so far, pretty pretty bland. Now we got Wendy Chu. She's apparently been attacked by a mystery person in the parking lot. Man, that parking lot has been freaking dangerous. Stay the hell out of the NXT parking lot, y'all we got Gigi Dolan. She cuts a crowd-pleasing promo in the ring about her resilience. Uh, She will take out J.C. Jane and end Toxic Attraction at Roadblock next week. Uh, Really nice promo here from Gigi Dolan. I will give her a thumbs up. And it really looks like she is solidified as the babyface or the good girl in this uh, rivalry, which I'm fine with. I, I like both of them, honestly. Now we got Chase U. we got Duke Hudson apologizing to Fallon Henley for last week. Fallon accepts, and then Duke says he meant everything he said about her last week, which was a lot of mean stuff. So that was pretty funny right there. Her face says it all. I mean, she just looks absolutely dead inside at this point. And then Schism appear on the TV screen. They talk the usual weird culty stuff that no one cares about, but uh, they do call out Chase U., Mr. Chase shows up, he gets super angry, hypes up the classroom, and that was really awesome. So I'll give that a thumbs up. Not for Schism and their stuff, but just for Mr. Chase, because Mr. Chase is awesome. Speaking of awesome, we got Mako Satamura versus Zoe Stocks. I was pretty excited for this one, so let's see how they did. Roxanne Perez, the champion, is joining commentary to watch this match, because she has a upcoming title defense against Mako Satomura. Starks and Mako have a really good back-and-forth match here. Nice kicks from the final boss and impressive high-flying moves from Zoe throughout the match. Thumbs up for both performances. Uh, I noticed that some moves weren't hitting cleanly at times, but I still like this match. I would really like to see these two fight again in the future, but chances of that happening are probably slim, but I liked Zoe's performance here. 7 at 10. Now we got Tiffany Stratton. She's making herself sound guilty as Chance and Carter grill her about Wendy Chu's um, attack in the parking lot. I really enjoyed Stratton here. I really, especially like when she says she has a Tiffany epiphany. So, I mean, it's a good rhyme. I like rhymes. Rhymes are good we got the Creed Bros. They are desperate. They ask Damon Kemp for help, even though they've had a really rocky uh, history with each other. They need help, though, against Indusure. And Kemp is so happy to say, oh, hell nah. So (laughs) he ain't going to help them. But then Braun Breaker shows up. He says he's going to help. The Creed Bros bark with Braun. Braun, So I, I guess that means that they're friends now. So there you go. Very weird segment right there, though. Now we got Electra Lopez with Feroz, I guess. I don't know. She's there. uh, Versus Sol Ruka. Ruka takes a pretty nasty-looking fall off of the top rope to the floor. Uh, She's all right. Lopez looks for her brass knuckles, but Feroz has stolen them. What the heck? Ruka hits the Soul Snatcher for the W. Pretty solid match right here. After, Lopez yells at Faroiz, and she eats a punch from her with her own brass knuckles. So, alright, it looks like Faroiz is not going to be friends with Electra Lopez. I I thought it could have been a good friendship, but it looks like they're going to make better enemies. So, I'm into that. I like Faroiz. I think she's a really good wrestler. Electra Lopez is... Yeah, she's okay. She's got a cool name and really good entrance music. I always say that. And Soul Ruka. I mean, that Soul Snatcher is ridiculous. I love that finisher. You should check it out. It's really good. She hasn't hit it really nice on Lopez in this match, but still an awesome finisher. Now, Mark, Car- Mark-, Mark, Mark Coffee is firing up the Wolfman about their hatred of Pretty Deadly at the pub. It works a little bit too good mark fires up wolfgang so much this poor random dude in the pub just walks by accidentally slightly touches wolfgang and then wolfgang just goes off on this dude he beats the ever-living bejesus out of him thumbs up that was freaking hilarious good segment right here now we got katana chance with kata versus tiffany stratton Alba Fire and Dawn come out uh, to make their presence known. Uh, It's enough to distract Chance and Carter. Tiffany hits the rolling slam and a moonsault that misses the target pretty badly. She lands right on Chance's knees. Um, Yeah, not, I mean, it looked really nice, but the landing was freaking terrible. Uh, She picks up the win anyway, and the match was overall pretty inconsistent. At times, it was going pretty well, and then you would have some slip-ups here and there. So, I think Tiffany is still a little bit too green, but she was showing off her impressive strength throughout so she's got that going for her and the tiffany epiphany thing and she gets a win over some former tag team champions so i don't know they might be pushing her we'll see how that goes now we got briggs and jensen yet again they're having a broman backstage briggs says he, briggs says he will talk to kiana for his bro they have a man hug and it's it's extremely manly it's awesome thumbs up Now we got Axiom versus the Everyman, it's Hank Walker time. Axiom with a good old-fashioned bitch slap on Hank Walker. Been watching a lot of Dana, Dana White's power slap, so that made me laugh real good. So that's a thumbs up. Hank evolves into Super Hank out of nowhere. He starts throwing Axiom around and hitting these really stiff lariats. Axiom going strong style mode. He hits a whole bunch of really stiff knees right into the face of Hank hank eating those for breakfast but he can only take so many he takes another knee right in the face and axiom picks up the w um whoa what the frick? that was awesome dude where i am loving this new hank this evolved hank he's not wearing like every man clothes anymore he's wearing a singlet he's he's dressed like a real a wrestler now and dude it was a really entertaining match keep that shit up hank walker i love that uh someone must have shit in axiom's cheerios though because Damn, he went super stiff mode on Hank. I mean, it was worth it, though. It was a great match, and Axiom was selling his ass off for Hank. And I think that was the best match I've seen Hank in to date. Crowd really liked it, and so did I. I'm going to give it a a 7.5. Now we got Grayson Waller. He is chirping Shawn Michaels yet again, but he is doing it from his own home and in a hot tub. So that's that's a pretty comfy situation. Are we doing this? Are we gonna have Shawn Michaels and Grayson Waller like have an actual match? Like I I would I don't want that because Shawn Michaels really committed to staying out of the ring after retirement he came back one time to fight against like Kane and Undertaker and and oh it was so fucking bad so I don't ever want to see him in the ring ever again keep your legacy uh intact Shawn Michaels but the way that they keep going at each other something's gonna have to go down like rather Shawn Michaels is gonna pick someone to fight for him but the chirp fest is on between Grayson Waller and Shawn Michaels I'm digging it and now we got the main event it is Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams versus Tyler Bate so Trick is distracting Tyler, giving Carmelo a chance to nail the knees on Bait. An absolutely beautiful sell there from Tyler. Thumbs up for that. Mello goes high, hits the leg drop onto the back of Bate's head for the W. I mean damn. Uh, neither men afraid to get stiff during this match. I mean, excellent selling from both of them. Really liked the pace throughout the match. And just the right, I, I don't know, just a little bit, maybe a little bit too much interference from Trick Williams. But he was doing his little hip gyration thing that I really like. Really makes me giggle when he does it When uh, whenever Carmelo locks in a headlock. Just keep your eyes out for that. Really funny stuff. And I like this match. It was really good. Seven and a half out of ten. And that was a pretty darn en- energy. Holy crap. That was a darn enjoy enjoyable. What did I write there? Enjoyable show. Holy crap. I am, I apologize. Enjoyable show this week. Lots of good matches pleasantly surprised with whatever they're doing with hank all of a sudden i love this new gimmick i want him to rip the head off of of drew gulak that's going to be a lot of fun but yeah have him fight axiom a couple more times and yeah i'm down with that that was good shit and the main event was hyped up a lot over the last week and it actually lived up to the hype good good job nxt good show this week i'm going to give it a seven and a half out of ten. Now we move on to, it is AEW time, and this one's pretty exciting. They are in the Cow Palace in San Francisco. They are starting the show off with the All-Atlantic Championship match. Orange Cassidy defending against Big Bill with Stokely Hathaway. Orange playing catch me if you can with Big Bad Bill at the beginning of the match. Just keeps rolling away from him at Big Bad Bill. Trying to chase him, but he's too slow. Really freaking hilarious segment right here. Thumbs up for that. Bill finally does get his hands on Orange Cassidy. Choke slams him through a table. How you doing? How is that not a DQ though? Seriously. Orange counters into the stun dog millionaire. Goes off on Bill with a bunch of orange punches. Tops it off with a big ol' orange punch off of the top rope. Pins and wins. Cassidy retains his title. Uh, very, very funny performance from Orange Cassidy. That's a thumbs up right there. The match overall wasn't all that good. Just way too much outside interference from Stokely. And I freaking hate that guy. So yeah, he kind of spoiled the match a little bit here for me. But Orange was hilarious. And I kind of I think I think it's because Orange Cassidy he's gonna end up fighting a little bit later on on this show, so I think it's because he's pulling double duty that he didn't go all out on this match. So maybe that's why it wasn't as crazy as a typical Orange Cassidy match, but it wasn't bad. It was just wasn't up to my standards of Orange Cassidy matches, I guess. Anyway, Moxley is cutting a promo backstage, basically from last week. They just, he was just cutting a promo, but. Uh, he's calling out Hayman and he's still got the blood all over his face. It's literally pooling onto the floor, like just blood all over the place. He can't even open his eyes, but he still just cuts this ridiculous promo. Just a chilling visual with all the blood. Double thumbs up. Excellent promo right there from Moxley, as always. And now we got the Elite, they come out for their entrance, the lights go out, and then the House of Black appear, the lights go out again, A sounds, sounds of struggle happen, and then the lights are back on with the House of Black holding on to the trio's titles, and the Elite are all taken out. Uh, honestly, I'm quite hyped up to see these two squads face off on Sunday, I don't know if I've ever seen these two face off, and it's been a while since we've I've seen Cody, freaking, what is his name, Brody King or whatever. I got to see this it's, It should be a freaking brawl So it should be I'm hoping it's good Now we got Samoa Joe He arrives Absolutely dressed to impress Looking fantastic He's joining commentary For the face of the revolution Ladder match So whoever gets into uh, Whoever wins this match Will get a shot at Samoa Joe's TNT championship I believe it's uh, Kind of like money in the bank rules Where he can cash it in Whenever he wants Not 100% on that though Anyway uh the competitors in this match are Papa 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 House Hobbs versus Action Andretti. Takeshka is in there. Sammy Guevara, Eddie Kingston, and Ortiz, Ar Fox, and um a guy named Commander. I'm not sure who this dude is, but oh boy, does he ever impress me in this match! So let's dive into this shit. So Hobbs is going banana. He is whipping everybody into ladders really hard. So (laughs) that was awesome. Thumbs up for that. And then Commander Dude. He makes his presence known with an absolutely unbelievable... He runs across the ropes into this gorgeous springboard dive. Beautifully executed. Lance on everybody with a gorgeous, like, fucking twisting flip thing. Stunning. Absolutely ridiculous. The skill level on that move is, like, 10 out of 10. Perfectly executed. Double thumbs up awesome and then Fox takes a gnarly a really gnarly slam from Hobbs onto the ladder how you doing and oh dude it just gets absolutely ridiculous uh, action Andretti with a Shelton Benjamin impression he walks up the tilted ladder he does not run he walks not like Shelton this is this, that's why it's an impression anyway it was still really impressive he he walks up the ladder and then he walks across another ladder that's balanced up across that they have a little bit of a fight with Sammy Guevara up top and then action delivery just this horrifying driver move on sammy and they miss the ladder sammy guevara just like smacks his head his neck it just looks terrifying like i had to look away i thought someone was gonna die but thankfully these two are like made out of rubber they bounce right back up they're totally fine but holy fuck did that ever scare the shit out of me what a bump Anyway, somehow Guevara is still alive. He hits the Jeff Hardy Swanton Bomb off of the ladder, putting Action Andretti through a ladder. I mean, I was terrified to watch that, but Sammy actually nailed it. Thumbs up for that. Beautifully done. And then Takeshka climbing the ladder. Hobbs comes out of nowhere. He just smashes his body into the ladder. Takeshka takes a really scary fall right there. He kind of like falls onto the ladder on the way down. Just a nasty bump. The ladder is absolutely destroyed, but Hobbs must climb it. So three referees come in to help uh, hold the ladder together and get Hobbs up the ladder. <laughs> it's fu- it's, a, it's a hell of a visual. Hobbs ends up getting the golden ring for the huge W, probably the biggest win in his career up until this point. And Hobbs will get a shot at the TNT ch- uh, title against Samoa Joe at some point, I think absolutely fucking insane ladder match dude like i didn't even get to maybe half of the insane spots and bumps that they were doing in this match just fucking amazing commander whoever this dude was he was out of control that running fucking springboard dive thing was incredible and that wasn't even the only move he did he did a beautiful like shooting star press onto a ladder like oh my god excellent addition for this dude thumbs up amazing performance and then like overall just some seriously scary looking bumps throughout but man did i ever love it like really reminded me of the old school tlc matches like you don't see bumps like that too often anymore off of ladders and fuck they went all out nine out of ten this was a fantastic ladder match you will love it if you watch it and then Wardlow comes out he goes crazy he throws a security guard off of the stage onto a pile of security just a holy shit moment right there so Wardlow uh, not being forgotten uh, he wants his shot at Samoa Joe as well so thumbs up for this segment right there and we got Chris Jericho fighting Peter Avalon. So Peter comes out with a pretty surprising strategy on Chris Jericho. He just goes out, balls to the wall, attacking Chris. But it's it's not enough. Chris uh, fights back and uh, Peter eats a code breaker. There you go. And a uh, really weird delayed sell there from Peter Avalon off the code breaker. I mean, uh, not the best, but anyway, Chris wins short match but still managed to make Peter look good in the first like 2 minutes of that match and then Chris wins and Chris ain't done. Chris beats down Avalon after the match. This uh brings out Ricky Stocks. He comes down to try and help and then he is tricked into an attack from the Jericho Appreciation Society. They jump him for a beetle brute down. The baseball bat is out and oh dear. Ricky, you just got to stop being a good guy all the time. Got your got your ass beat for that. Now we got Hangman. He delivers a very quiet promo. I could barely hear the words that were coming out of his mouth. Uh, nowhere near the intensity of John Moxley. So I, I'm going to have to give that a thumbs down. I don't know what was going on with that promo right there. And now Renee is interviewing Christian about Jungle Boy. Christian goes absolutely off on Jungle Boy and San Francisco. Oh my god, dude. Even though Christian manages to flub at least one sentence every time he cuts a promo... I still love this guy fucking hilarious so so good thumbs up christian challenges jungle boy not to a match but to a fight Ooh, the lights go out and then a video plays of jungle boy digging a grave for christian oh shit pretty solid segment right here are we gonna have a buried alive match is that what we're teasing right here i would love to see that that would be dope now we got a match it is matt hardy with the firm versus hook this is for the ftw championship uh, Ethan Page smacks Hook with the cast. Hardy pins and. No way. Hook kicks out of that noise. Hardy is caught in the red rum. Hardy taps out instantly to retain. Or uh, Hook retains his championship right there. And Hook. Uh, now has to have a, or, or I get, I get, he gets to ha- he gets to have a, dis- a no disqualification match with Stokely Hathaway. <laughs> Cuts to Stokely Hathaway. He's having like a mental breakdown, uh, breakdown on the outside. So Hook is going to have his way with Stokely Hathaway, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna really enjoy that. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, match was fine overall. I mean, the veteran Matt Hardy giving Hook maybe his biggest challenge to date. I mean, most Hook matches are quick and simple, but uh, Hook having to do some sell in there. So not too, not too bad, nothing special though. Then we got Tony with Soraya versus Reho, the doctor and hater. Uh Jamie Hater, my boo, my baby. They come down for a closer look at this match. Tony getting uh way too distracted trash talking with Britt Baker. Reho with a awkward roll up, she pins and wins. Solid match, uh, mostly about adding heat for the upcoming title match. A brawl breaks out and Ruby Soho runs down and she starts whooping everybody's ass. She ain't picking any sides and I think that's the right call. Good for her. And now Keith Lee is cutting a promo with Dustin Rhodes. What the hell? Do they not have anything for Keith Lee to do on his own? Anyway, uh, they're apparently a team now. They're going to call themselves uh, Naturally Limitless. I like the name but I don't like I don't like this pairing. It's way too it just it does doesn't make any sense. Why can't Keith Lee just be on his own, have some really fun like Wardlow-style matches where he comes out, throws someone 20 feet in the air, gives them a big bear chop and then beats beats them with a spirit bomb. Like fuck. What are we doing with this guy? Now we got the tag team Casino Royale match. So the winner of this will be added, the final team added to the four-way tag team match at Revolution for a shot at the tag team championships. Holy fuck, that was a mouthful. I am lightheaded. I'm going to pass out. So let's do this thing. Dark Order get get into a brawl with the Fight Club before the bell. Maria takes a really nice kick in the face during this match. Really nice sell from her. How you doing? Uh, it ends up coming down to Butcher and Blade versus Orange and Danhausen. A uh, little bit surprised by that one. Orange holds on for dear life. He's uh, he's getting double teamed by Butcher and Blade as Danhausen sneaks up on Butcher and Blade for the final elimination and the huge W. I mean, whoa! Uh, massive win here for Hausen and Orange. Uh, They will be the final team added to the four-way match. I mean, uh, good Royale, man. It's hard to fuck up a Royale. They're generally always a lot of fun. Uh, Lots of rivalries getting shown off here in the ring. I really want to see Vance and um, Roosh go up against the Lucha Bros. I'm fucking dying for that. And showing off, as usual, the ridiculous tag team depth of just, like, even like not just that they have a lot of tag teams, they have a lot of like really fucking good tag teams. Like every tag team in that in that Royale was like a really good tag team. Like WWE would kill for any of those tag teams on their roster right now. I swear, seven out of ten for the Royale, good shit. And honestly, I'm a little bit surprised with House and Orange getting the win here. I mean, Orange Cassidy is already a champion. I don't think they're gonna win or anything, but like I feel like some other teams in this Royale would have. You know, deserve that shot a little bit more. Like, I don't take Dan Housen as all that serious of a wrestler. You don't get to see him all that much. Anyway, I thought it was a weird decision, but a fun match. Now we get one more interview with Brian Danielson before the 60 man or 60 minute Iron Man match. Holy fuck, a 60-man Iron Man match? That'd be bananas. That'd be banana. Anyway, MGF interrupts. Danielson's not having any of that shit. He goes off on Max about his lack of fight and his fiancé leaving him. Oh, oh shit, he said it. He's getting real. Brian says, you better bring it for the full 60 minutes, or he's gonna kick MJF's fucking head off, he says. Awesome promo right here from Danielson. That is a thumbs up. Really fired up, passionate promo. Drops the big ol' F-bomb. So that's some good shit right there. And the show ends. Fun show. I like the show overall. The card with some really just a weird variety of matches. I mean, you get the big old ladder match. You get a big ol' battle royale. And like, yeah, just um, that ladder match is a must-watch, by the way. Absolutely incredible. Great promos from Moxley and Brian Danielson had me really really fired up for revolution man it's going to be a must-see show that's kind of the difference between wwe pay-per-views and aew pay-per-views like when it comes to aew pay-per-views i'm like i have to see this match like i cannot wait with wwe matches it's like yeah yeah it might be good it's like oh that sounds good but am i all that hyped up i'm like i'll watch it but like (sighs) you know the hype levels with the aew pay-per-views are so much better like Oh my God! So this was a great dynamite at the Cow Palace. They were they were really hype. I think they hyped up the Cow Palace a little too much. The crowd was fine, but i like the Arizona crowd last week was like twice as crazy. But still a really good show overall. I'm going to give it an eight out of ten. And you got to check out that ladder match. It was fantastic. And now we are back over to SmackDown there in Washington DC. We start the show with the Bloodline minus Jey Uso. Roman says the line, he tells everybody to acknowledge him, and then Cody Rhodes cuts him off. Roman makes the bloodline leave so that he and Cody can have a chat by themselves. Roman talks about Cody's dad, Dusty Rhodes, he even does a decent impression of Dusty, I I will give him that, that was a pretty alright impression, oh yeah BB, that was pretty good, that was pretty good, mine's terrible, mine's terrible. Cody with an intense comeback, and this was a very good opening segment. I liked the I like the promo from Roman Reigns. Said, oh, you want to just let's have a chat? And he throws the belts on the ground. It was pretty good. I like this opening segment. I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. Now we got Rhea Ripley with XCOM Dom versus Liv Morgan. Liv hits the double knees off the top. Rhea with a pretty funny sell on that one. Rhea catches Liv into a beautiful power bomb, mid-air. I'll give that a thumbs up. That was really nice. Riptide, Rhea locks in the cloverleaf and Liv Morgan is forced to tap out. Really solid match. That was actually not too bad. Roman pressuring Jimmy backstage to talk to his brother Jay and to get his ass in line. More cracks are starting to form in the bloodline. Oh, buddy, it's only a matter of time now before this thing is over. Now we got Santos Escobar. He calls out Dom for a match and makes kissing noises at Rhea Ripley. Oh, he did. Oh, he did. So now we got a match. It is Santos Escobar versus Dom Mysterio with Rhea Ripley. Dom and Santos argue about legacy or something, about Rey Mysterio's mask. Pretty good. Dom pulls out the brass knuckles, distracts the referee. Rhea riptides Santos. Dom hits a frog splash, pins, and wins. Dom Mysterio picking up a win over Santos Escobar. Pretty, pretty darn good. And a fine match overall. Not too bad. Dom tears up the Rey Mysterio mask after the match. This summons Rey Mysterio. Dom asked. <laughs> Dom is asking Rey to hit him yet again. Rey still won't do it, so Dom attacks Rey instead. Oh my goodness. Rey is really sad. I mean, come on, Rey. When are you going to learn, man? You got to beat the crap out of your son and do it at WrestleMania in a ladder match for the mask for no reason. Just do that. And We get a very cool video of Sami Zayn. He's cutting a promo through the arena as the fans are going nuts around him. Really liked that promo. Very cool. And uh, when he like pops his hood off and he just reveals that like the whole whole bunch of people are around him, that was really awesome. Thumbs up for that. And we got Drew McIntyre. He comes out to the ring. To the ring. He still doesn't have a match for WrestleMania, so he's like, "I want a match for WrestleMania." So uh, Drew calls out Gunter, but instead his bestie, Sheamus, comes out. Sheamus is really pissed off because Drew is calling out Gunter before he could do it. Uh Uh-oh, now now it's beginning. L.A. Knight makes his voice heard with a really nice big pop for him. Everybody's fucking just in love with L.A. Knight right now. Yeah. How can you not love this guy? He's unbelievable. Oh, and we're not done yet. Let's bring out the New Day now. Why not? Let's just bring out everybody. They start chirping LA night really hard. Oh, no. Here she comes. It's Scarlet. Oh, yeah, and I guess Karrion Cross is with her, too. But anyway... A brawl breaks out. Carrion is the last man standing, shockingly. Um, yeah, there, I mean, there's a lot of really good possibilities here for Intercontinental Champion match at uh, WrestleMania. Personally, I would really love like a, a fatal four-way, like Gunter versus Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus and LA Knight. No offense, New Day. I mean, you're a tag team, so I just I don't know why you're out here. And Karrion is Karrion. He's just not that good, but... Um, uh it kind of I don't know if they want to do like Carrion versus Gunter straight up. That wouldn't be that would just be underwhelming. I personally, if they're gonna do one on one, Sheamus versus Gunter would be money. That would be so freaking good. Regardless, we'll see where that one goes. There's a lot of good talent in there. I just don't want it to be Carrion. So it's probably going to be Carrion, Now we got Shayna Baszler with Ronda Rousey versus Tegan Knox with Natalia. Uh, quick match here. Tegan eats a nice knee to the face. Put, she gets put into an armbar and she's forced to tap out. Shanna picks up a quick W. Eh, you know, kind of a squash match. Nothing much to say here. Now we got Gunter with Imperium. He gets interview, interviewed. Gunter is pissed off. He still has no official challenger for WrestleMania. An okay promo. I mean, like I said, Gunter's not a great promo. I just want to see him go on a chop fest with somebody at WrestleMania. I Gotta have it. Now Bobby Lashley is making an appearance on SmackDown. Uh, it must be a big deal because Michael Cole is flipping the fuck out about it. He's like, oh my god, Bobby Lashley is here. Oh. Bobby wants Bray Wyatt to come out and get into his face. Instead, it's Uncle Howdy Duty. He jumps him from behind instead. Bobby is about to hit the spear on Mr. Duty, but the lights go out and Howdy escapes. Michael, you're you're stupid, man. That wasn't a big deal at all. I'm going to give that a thumbs down. Didn't really like that that segment whatsoever now Roman is surprised Pikachu that Jay is betraying him Roman orders Jimmy to attack Sammy to draw out Jay all right so they really just want to do anything to get Sammy to come out they need they needs to know what where Jay's alliances lie is he is he with is he with Sammy I think he's just rogue right now I don't think he knows what he's doing now we move to the main event it is solo Sokoa with Jimmy Uso versus Sammy Zayn Jimmy interferes. Solo hits the Samoan spike for the W. Um. I was honestly a little bit let down by this one. It was okay. Just a really predictable gaga finish, you know, like that's how all these matches generally go. If the bloodlines involved, you're gonna have a gaga finish. But the beatdown on Sami Zayn begins, a chair is brought into the equation, Sammy fights back and is able to escape into the crowd. Roman looks very, very upset in the back because the mission has just been failed. And that is the show. Uh, Pretty okay SmackDown this week. I mean, the opening was great. Another really good performance overall by the Bloodline. Really liked that Cody-Roman Reigns interaction. That was good stuff. And finally, uh, looks like they're starting to set up the Intercontinental Championship match for Mania. Like I said, I'm I'm hoping if they're going to do one-on-one, I want it to be Sheamus, but... I I would like a Fatal 4-Way. That would be pretty sick. And then, um, whatever they're doing with Bray Wyatt and Bobby Lashley, man, it ain't doing a whole lot for me. Uh, I'm not all that interested in it. It's just going to kind of be there, I guess, for me. But the show is okay. I'd say it's skippable. Five and a half, out of ten. Now we finish it off with rampage they're still in san francisco still in the cow palace start off the show right away with a four-way tag you got claudio and yuda versus aussie open versus top flight versus the dark order we get a really great friendly fire spot in this match with aussie open Uh, they miss the lariat and he just absolutely decapitates his own friend his own partner that made me giggle i'm giving that a thumbs up that was awesome uh, Yuda ends up rolling up Dante into the seatbelt pin for the sneaky victory here. Uh, crazy, frantic tag team match right out of the gate. Fast pace, really good mix of styles here. You got the high flying top, top flight, and really just brawly uh, Claudio and Yuda, I liked it, 7 out of 10. Now we got Jungle Boy will fight Christian Cage in a final battle burial match so that's what they're calling it i imagine it's going to be basically a buried alive match but with an aew twist i'm looking forward to this this is going to be fun <laughs> now we got a match it is rio versus Emmy sakura awesome spinning romero special executed by the veteran Sa- sakura i mean that was dope i don't think i've ever seen someone do that uh, the Romero special is that really wacky move where they got the legs all tied up and they're like up. It's hard to explain, but she starts rolling around while doing that. That was sick. That was awesome. Thumbs up for that. Both women trading fast counters and pins. Uh, Ryo catches her mentor into a pin for the W. Uh, man, it does it ever show that these two have trained. So, Sakura... Has trained Io since she was a very young girl in wrestling. pretty much taught her everything she knows. And the chemistry, bro, was unbelievable. They were so fast. Those pin counters were unbelievable. I really was impressed with this match. This was awesome. Great match. Eight out of ten. Now we got Serpentico versus Power House. Hobbs. Serpentico gets absolutely destroyed by Hobbes. Just a squash match here. After Hobbs calls out, um, Whoever wins between Joe and Wardlow, he's going to be waiting. So he won that uh, ladder match to get an opportunity at the TNT Championship. He just has to wait for Joe and Wardlow to finish their battle. And then he will be waiting for them. So pretty cool. Now Takeshka is backstage. He says he's considering going back to Japan. Don't you fucking dare Takeshka. Don Callis is in though. He's here for the save. He gives Takeshka a card. Oh my god. Is Takeshka going to join the elite? Oh my god, dude. That would be amazing. That would be so fucking cool, man. I would love that. Please do it. Now we move on to Mark Briscoe is cutting a promo. He gets joined by his new bros, the Lucha Bros. Oh buddy, I um yes, yes, I'm into that. I like that pairing. So well, well hopefully we'll be seeing some matches with these three in the future. Now it is time for our main event. It is Parker Boudreaux and Swerve Strickland versus Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes. Um, yes, the new odd couple of Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes, Gold Dust. Yes, okay, let's get into this and see how they, how they did. Keith, Wee, Keith Lee is wearing a cape now during his entrance. I don't know. what the, What is he? A, is he a warlock now? What is this? I don't... This guy just cannot, like, stick with a gimmick. Anyway. Lee hits a very nice pounce on Boudreaux. Sends him flying. So I'm going to give that a thumbs up. I love the pounce. Referee misses a low blow on Keith Lee. Swerve with a pretty cool flip off of Keith Lee onto Dustin on the outside. So he does, like, the... I don't know. He, uses, he bounces off of Keith Lee. It was some cool-ass freaking parkour shit right there I'm gonna have to give that a thumbs up Rhodes hits a Canadian destroyer out of nowhere then Keith Lee picks him up and tosses him into Parker so some cool teamwork right there I'll give that a thumbs up Lee hits a lovely jackhammer for the W right here and the odd couple get the job done uh, better than I was expecting I mean I wasn't expecting it to be bad or anything I mean Dustin Rhodes is a is a veteran he's great I just I'm just mostly frustrated with what they've done with Keith Lee and AEW since he's arrived. Like, I was still baffled that they've been utilizing him in a tag team role. Really thought he would thrive in a singles role. Like, just smash people like a powerhouse Hobbs or something. But here he is again in another tag team match. It was actually pretty good. I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. But, um... I don't know, Swerve was good in there, but that Parker Boudreaux guy, he, he doesn't, I don't know, he's pretty green, I would imagine, he doesn't have a whole lot of experience under his belt, kind of looked out of place in this main event match right here, and then Ricky Starks appears behind Chris Jericho on commentary, they brawl a little bit after, <laughs> at the end of the show, and they end up getting separated, and that is Rampage, everybody, it was a good show, gonna give it a 7 out of 10, very, just kind of your standard Rampage formula, good wrestling, quick solid promos yes very enjoyable show so let's do um, let's do three stars first and then we will do the predictions for revolution so three stars with this week let's start out with a couple of shout outs here I'm gonna have to shout out Hank Walker versus axiom this week on NXT I just I loved I've I have not seen Hank fight like that before I really like this new Kind of shift with the character of Hank. And um, really good match against Axiom right here. Very impressive. Uh, I would recommend you check it out. Especially if you're a Hank Walker fan like me. The everyman. I was very impressed. Good shit. Another shout out for uh, Carmelo Hayes versus Tyler Bate on NXT. That was also a very good match right there. I believe that was the main event. Really good match. Just, Just didn't make it into the three stars. So let's get to the official three stars of the week. Starting with your third star... Frazier, what's his last name, Fraser, Nathan Frazier, there it is, versus Wes Lee for the North American Championship, um, really good match, uh, it was really nice to see uh, Nathan Frazier back, even though I kind of forgot your name, kind of forgot who you were for a second, but damn, yeah, no, this guy is a great wrestler, really good match here against Wes Lee, and yeah, man, Wesley's starting to add a pretty good, um, line of good matches underneath his belt so far, so pretty darn good, second star this week goes to Rio versus Sakura on Rampage, I mean, the, the mentor versus the student right there, that was a great match, awesome chemistry, uh, I really like the gimmick or whatever Sakura, Sakura is, she's just like this kind of moody, really cocky, uh, really like her, man, awesome match right there, I highly recommend you check that one out, but the first star of the week, kind of predictable on this one, but this was unbelievable, what a match, uh, the face of the revolution ladder match, oh my god, that is going into the match Match of the year contention for sure, that match was insane, whoever that commander guy is, I signed that man immediate, immediately, he did the coolest thing I saw this week with that running across the ropes into that beautiful springboard dive. Oh, my God. That made my jaw drop. Incredible match. So many just high spots. Great, great high spots, but also some really, really scary bumps throughout that match. So if you don't like scary bumps for some reason, I don't know why you're watching wrestling, but if you want some old-school fucking TLC WrestleMania 18 scary ladder bumps, go check this match out. Good enough for the first star this week. Great job from them. All right, let's do the predictions for Revolution. This is going to be tough. This is going to be tough. All right, so just going to go through everything that is listed on Wikipedia as of right now. Uh, John Silver and Alex Reynolds of The Dark Order versus Claudio Castanoli and Wheeler Yuta. Tag team match, I am going... Going Yuta and Castanoli, I I love John Silver and Alex Reynolds is pretty darn good himself, but I'm just going to have to go with the Fight Club on this one. You got Mark Briscoe and the Lucha Brothers um, versus Ari DeVari and the Varsity Athletes, Josh Woods and Tony Nese. Uh Easily going to be picking Mark Briscoe and the Lucha Bros on this one. Don't think that's going to be uh, uh, too hard to decide here. Now, this one's tricky. Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, and a final burial match i mean for the sake of jungle boy's career you're gonna have to you're gonna want him to win but i mean it's christian cage he's like the ultimate dastardly heel and is is luchasaurus going to have a a part in this so ah man that's tough i'm just gonna go with the safe pick here and go jungle boy i imagine i'm feeling that luchasaurus is probably going to get involved though good chance christian cage wins this match (laughs) wouldn't be would not be shocked Chris Jericho versus Ricky Starks. Singles match. The Jericho Appreciation Society is banned from ringside. I'm going Ricky Starks on this one, baby. Chris Jericho is going to make another star out of Ricky. And then we got the Elite versus the House of Black. Oh, buddy, this is going to be good. Oh, this is going to be a war. Six-man tag team match for the AEW Trios Championship. Oh, my God. I'm going to go with the Elite on this one, but I... I I would not be ha- I would not be mad if the house of black won. Jamie Hader, my boo, my baby, my beautiful baby. Oh, the champion she defends against Soraya and Ruby Soho. a Three way match for the AEW Women's World Championship. Going, Jamie Hader. Even though I feel underneath, I feel it in my stomach that Ruby Soho is coming out of the coming out of this as the, as the champion. I just have that feeling, man. The beef between the Soraya's team and Jamie Hader's squad. I mean, something's gonna happen there. I really hope that Jamie comes out as the champion, but I got a funny feeling that Ruby Soho is going to win, going to win this. But I'm still picking Jamie Hader all day, baby. Oh God, the Texas Death Match: John Moxley versus Adam page oh fuck dude i'm mm, this one's so tough i'm just going moxley because i like him i just i i feel like adam could probably win this he probably should win this but john moxley baby i'm going with him samoa joe defends his championship against wardlow a singles match for the aew tnt championship Ooh, this is tough too Samoa Joe's been on a different level, he's been picking up a lot of surprising victories honestly lately, Um, a lot of matches I felt like he wasn't going to win, he ended up winning really didn't expect him to be like a double champion at this point in his career, but here we are, not that I'm upset with it, I love Samoa Joe, Ah, will he, he has two titles, I think Wardlow's going to take it man, I think they're going to put it back on Wardlow, but again won't be upset if Samoa Joe keeps the title now we got a four-way tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. So it is the guns Austin and Colton Gunn defending against the acclaimed Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett um, and Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen. Holy fuck, dude. Um, this is tough. This is tough. I mean, honestly, uh, I'm shocked that they ever took the, the titles off of the acclaimed in the first place. I thought like it would have made a lot more sense if Daddy Ass was the reason that the the guns got the title if he betrayed the acclaim, but that never happened. So this one's up in the air, man. I have no fucking idea what to say about this one. Um, I'm gonna go with I think because of the fact that they have so much freaking help. I mean, at kind of Jay Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett look like they they kind of have the favorite going into this, but fuck it, I'm going I'm going the 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 guns, the guns are going to retain it, maybe this time daddy ass betrays the acclaim this time, I don't know, man, this one's really weird for me to, hard one to pick, and now the one that everyone's waiting for, man, the 60 man, not the 60 man for fuck's sakes, the 60 minute Iron Man match for the AEW World Championship, MJF defends against Brian Danielson, this is so, so freaking tough, dude, but I'm going Brian Danielson on this one, I know it's probably wrong, but I feel like this dude deserves this title. He deserves it more than anybody in the world right now. This Danielson has been putting on unbelievable matches over the last numerous months. His his promos are on point. He is so fired up, so intense. This guy, I thought he was going to be a champion. Uh, there was, I forget what title, what match it was, but I thought he was going to be the champion uh, at this point, I figured he was going to be it, nothing against MGF, I just, I I think, I think, I think Danielson really, really deserves it, this one, this is just a win for the fans right here, We're, we win regardless, like, I'm happy if MGF defends, I am just, I'm so excited for this match, dude, I cannot wait, I'm gonna go with Danielson just for the fuck of it, I don't really know, don't care, I just want this match to happen, I just need to see it, I need it to be in my eyes, so that is it, everybody. If you would like to, I would love if you guys would send um, send the message or anything. Let me know what your predictions are. You, we can chat during the show tonight. I'm going to be watching it. It's going to be freaking crazy. I am so excited for the show tonight. But uh, that is the podcast for this week. that is your recap for this week everybody. We will have the review for revolution should be up tomorrow and uh, I apologize that the WrestleCast cast is on Sunday this week instead of Saturday just fell a little bit behind with the wrestling but here it is it's better late than never as they always say. So thank you everybody for for listening. you are fantastic. you want to help me out even more when you go check out my YouTube channel gamer gx videos have just finished up the wolf among us over there the finale is up and live over there so that is another playthrough done i have another playthrough it is ready all ready to go baby it is going to be kicking off tomorrow monday a new series on my on the youtube channel will be beginning so buckle up for yet another playthrough baby i i think it's going to be it's I think it's going to be a good one, man. I'm having so much fun with the game that I'm playing through right now, so I I think you should go check it out tomorrow. It should be a lot of fun. It'll be live in the morning, so um, yeah, you can look forward to that. Revolution review will be tomorrow as well. There will not be a a gamer cast this week. I apologize, but I, I threw out an extra uh, hockey cast this week, and I'm doing the extra review for Revolution, so I just didn't really have the time this week to throw together a show, but I have uh, like three or... I think t- uh, two or three shows I'm working on for the GamerCast right now. So, uh, pretty exciting, kind of a different, sort of different, but not really. Anyway, uh, you can look forward to that. As always, we'll be back on Monday with the review, Wednesday with the hockey cast, and Saturday should be, as always, your wrestling recap. So, thank you everybody for following along. Uh, you can always leave a message, follow along on Twitter. The links are down below, and we will be back again. Enjoy Revolution. Enjoy your weekend, everybody, and fucking. God damn, is it ever good to be a wrestling fan right now. This is going to be awesome.